Doug Skeen, like I mentioned, five-time Big Ten champion, late 80s, early 90s, part of the Michigan football podcast. You can hear with Chris Ballas at the Wolverine.com. He joins us. How you doing, Skeener? Doug? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you now, man. I just probably did the greatest lead-in ever to you. Can you hear me? <laughs> I, I hear you now. What are you? Yeah, you, you trying to, is your Apple Play coming on while you're talking? I don't know what happened there. That's okay, not always You don't have to apologize. It's a huge show. We don't apologize for anything. How you, how you doing? I'm doing well, man. Doing well. Thanks for having me. You know, it was interesting in our 15-minute conversation with Ballas that if you step back and look where Michigan's at, what they have returning, where they are in all the preseason polls, how the schedule sets up, uh, you're looking at a team that could win three straight Big Ten titles with three straight trips to the college football Final Four. I don't think there's any question. That's the expectation. That's the floor at this point. I mean, anything short of a Big Ten title and getting back into that playoff, I think, would be disappointing considering the quality of the players that are returning and the experience they have and what they've done. So this is no longer about uh, let's see if we can get over the Ohio State hump and and, and then see what happens after that. Now it's uh, we're absolutely expecting to get over the Big Ten once again and then let's let's improve this performance in the playoff because the last two have been a dud. So when you look at this Michigan team right now off of what you witnessed in their finale against TCU and you were sitting in a, a room as an assistant to Harbaugh, well, what would you tell Jim, look, we need to improve here, here and here, whatever's on that list for us to be a national champion. What would those areas be during this offseason? Offensively, I don't think there's any question. This passing game needs to find a second and third level to be more than uh, more than the short, you know, sort of break routes and the occasional bomb. It's got to be more dynamic. It's got to be more consistent. And uh, that comes down to the players, right? The, the the wide receiving core needs to do a better job of getting open. Uh, needs to do a better job of catching every ball that hits him in the hands. Uh, you mentioned in the opening there, leading into this time with me, that Michigan is we don't have that breakaway receiver. So somebody's got to step up in that uniform on the edge of this offense and make some things happen. I, you you nailed it at the end of the season. Michigan finished the season 79th in college football passing. That's nowhere near good enough come playoff time, and we've seen that now a couple of years in a row. It's heavy run offense, which is great. You can do a lot with those things, but eventually you got to open that thing up. And so that's, I think, it's critical for Michigan to take the next step. And then the other piece defensively uh, we saw in that TCU game, if you can't get to the quarterback and cause problems, uh, you're going to make life difficult on the rest of your defense. So Michigan's going to have to find a way to get back to some kind of pressure from two years ago. You know, I don't think anybody needs to be Hutch and Ajabo, but we need someone else to step up and be the new guy that gets, gets home and gets home with consistency. And it needs to be more than just one, Bill. You need to have two guys that are a pass rush threat to make an offense go, all right, how are we going to block these guys? So those are the two things. They're not shocking by any way at all, but those are the two things I think Michigan's going to have to find to get a way to get better at. And good news, Menner looks like he'll be staying. They didn't want to lose a defensive coordinator for the second straight year, and I thought he did a great job considering you lost to Jabo and uh, Hutch. He won't be going to the Eagles, who are going to go after uh, Seattle's assistant. So that's good news. Get some stability. Get 
Hey, I know Weiss is out, but, you know, he was calling those third down plays. And like I told Ballas, Skeen, you've got to find a way to make the threat of J.J. McCarthy running to help your passing game, you have to. Well, yeah. You, well, well, when you got a player like him who's got the kind of wheels, and I don't think there's any question about it. And I wonder, you know, back to that TCU game, there were a few read option plays where clearly yes. the defensive end bent hard, and it's like, why did you not keep the ball and go get a first down or more? And so I think that's part of JJ's progression is to again build on the physical part of his body here in the off season and get stronger and get bigger and get tougher. That's what you do this time of year. And so hopefully he's going to have more of that next year because clearly it's a, it's a problem for defenses and Michigan has been on the wrong end of this for decades and decades with the running quarterback thing. But finally we got a guy who's a real threat and, and the threat with the arm, you know, we have, we've had incredibly good running quarterbacks here in the last 15, 20 years at Michigan but never really had one that's both. And this, this kid has got the chance to be special, so he's just got to figure out a way to be more effective with his feet. And, and reality is, Bill, he was last year. He's made some big plays, I think, at the you know, end of the end of the year there at Ohio State with his feet, you know, put his shoulder down there, piled, piled one into the end zone. So the elements are all there. He's clearly done it. Just maybe taking one more step to get even better is all, is all he needs to do. Yeah, and I think everyone needs to step back a little bit and enjoy this ride. Here you are, preseason top three at the worst in any of those way too early prognostications, and you're loaded. Uh, it's a salty schedule, but you get Ohio State at home, and you're looking at quarterback changes. If you want to get into the conversation nationally on how many of these superpowers are going to be flipping out quarterbacks, including Georgia and Ohio State and Alabama, and you have J.J. McCarthy. You know, I agree with you. The floor is just doing what you did last year. Uh, win the Big Ten, get to the Final Four. I think expectations with the Michigan Nation is a national championship. Yeah, I, I, I don't think that's a stretch at all. You know, a year ago, that might have been a bit of a stretch. We weren't sure. Two years ago, for sure, that was fantasy talk. Now the bar has absolutely been raised, and us Michigan fans and former players, we get greedy, don't we? We, we see some success, and we see some performance, and we go, okay, let's, let's go win it all, and why not? I mean, they should absolutely be thinking this way, and I'm, I'm betting that that football team is going to gather this fall, and that's going to be probably the number one goal they put on the wall is to run the table and win this thing. They certainly believe they can. They just got to perform better in that playoff. The, the other thing that will be fascinating for me, Bill, is, is – this kind of discussion and this kind of expectation changes the position of Michigan. Michigan is now going to be the hunted in the Big Ten. And in the previous years, they've been part of the pack that's all been hunting Ohio State. Well, now that role changes, and it's a different role, having been there and done that myself. And the old cliche is true. It's harder to stay on top than to crawl to the top. So as far as the Big Ten goes, Michigan has crawled that mountain, and they're at the top, so everybody's shooting for them now. And so it, it takes a little bit more intensity and in, in preparation for all those games outside of Ohio State. And then when you get into the playoffs at the end of the year, you got to perform. you got to find a way to make plays and not get out of sorts like we've seen the last couple of years. Yeah, I was looking at the final AP Top 25 poll. Georgia lost their quarterback. TCU lost their quarterback. Michigan, J.J. returning. Ohio State loses their QB. Bryce Young gone at Alabama. Hooker gone at Tennessee. There's your... Five of the top six. Matter of fact, the only team with a quarterback of note returning 
you probably would drop down to USC at 12, and then Michigan there at number three. So it's going to be another fun ride. Doug Skeen will join us for our Tullymore Spring Football Summit. That will be after the Michigan Spring game, after the Lions draft. We'll talk Michigan, Michigan State, Big Ten football, and the Lions at the beautiful Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. I think they open up around the middle of April. Skeener, my best to you and your family, my friend. Hey, same to you, Bill. Thanks for having me. Go Blue. All right, Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman. At the University of Michigan, late 80s, early 90s. Also a co-host on the Michigan Football Podcast at TheWolverine.com. Joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with University of Michigan Athletics.